Consider the following, and some of the results you will hardly believe. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Teacher Turn Alchemist podcast. This is a verbal journal, and I'm sorry, shoot, I always do this. My name is Lydia. For those of you who haven't joined me before, I always forget to introduce myself, but welcome, welcome if this is your first time. This podcast is basically a a verbal journal of my transition as a public school teacher into the world of entrepreneurship. I was a former special education teacher to adults with disabilities in a transition program, and I took all of the parts that I really loved about the public school system left behind the ones I didn't like, such as IEPs, teachers, you feel me. And I'd like to open up a business that is a supported work environment for adults with disabilities to be able to thrive. And the type of business that I'm going into is actually making one of my favorite drinks called kombucha. And if you haven't heard of kombucha, it is a fermented tea and it is delicious and it just meets your body right where you need it. And you're like, wait a second, how do inclusive workplaces and kombucha go together? They don't yet, but I'm making it a thing and I'm super pumped about it. And so today's episode, I just want to share with you, there's been several successes that I want to share that have happened and I'm super stoked to share with you. As always, before I jump in, I want to share what I'm sipping on. Typically, I'm sipping on kombucha. However, today I decided to pair the kombucha with some mead. If you've followed me for a little while since I left the public school system and since I'm still trying to make money on my kombucha, I still need to have some type of employment. And so I'm actually bartending at a meadery in southern Wisconsin called the Hive Tap Room. And so I decided to mix my kombucha, the grapefruit rosemary, with it's called Lifted. And it's basically like a starfruit apple. It's really light. And I mix the two together and it's extremely refreshing. And it's a little alcoholic because I'm recording this on a nice Saturday night. (laughs) So I'm enjoying this. And if you haven't tried mead, huge plug. It's delicious. And obviously so is my kombucha, but I'm extremely biased anyway. But today I am so excited to share with you some of the successes that have happened since the last time I've shared. I wanted to say last week's episode, but it's been a hot second since I've recorded. I am pretty bad at recording regular episodes and my apologies with that. But in last time's episode, not last week's episode, I shared all about the sugar content in kombucha and kind of debunked some things that people typically ask me. And I really appreciate all of the feedback from that episode. But today I just wanted to update you basically where I'm at in the business. And guys, this is, I'm just going to tell you, we're freaking selling. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. We are actually selling our kombucha. And I actually added another product that I haven't even talked about in the podcast. And I just wanted to kind of share what that is and how it's going. I actually sold out. Okay, I'm getting way ahead of myself. So I just want to share with you. Last time I had shared is that I started into a commercial kitchen. And I had a lot of bumps in the road. Basically, I didn't even think to ask, but I'm in Wisconsin. You would think that a business has heat in the winter in Wisconsin. The Midwest gets freaking cold. And unfortunately, this kitchen, because it is so old, it's an older building, they don't have regulated heat. And so I I go in and I set up all of my fermenters and I've been using symbiosis fermenters and I have talked about this in a previous episode. I have three seven gallon symbiosis fermenters and I'm able to brew 21 gallons. Now, I will talk about that a little bit more into detail throughout this episode because I have to reserve some of that. But it's right around uh, 19 gallons that I'm able to put out and sell once I'm done. But I've been using that. So I set them all up into the kitchen. 
And I realized, oh my goodness, we're in the dead of winter and my kombucha is not growing. And if you're not familiar, kombucha needs a really nice environment to grow. It needs about uh, 65 is like the lowest temperature that you can go to um, for it to be able to ferment. And they like cozy temperatures from 65 to about 80 something. And so I set it all up and I realized that, oh my goodness, there's no heat in this kitchen. And so we're getting into the 50s, even the 40s in this kitchen. I'm wearing my winter coat in there and I'm looking at my kombucha and I'm thinking, this stuff is never going to grow. It will never ferment. Basically, it becomes dormant if it does not have those temperatures that I just mentioned before. I talked with the manager. I was like, oh, we need to figure out something because I literally cannot brew unless this is this temperature. And so he was like, well, let's get creative here. Can we bring in like a heat lamp? Can we bring in something? Can you just get creative with it? And I'm thinking, okay, what's going to be up to code that it, if an inspector checked on me, that it would be okay. <laughs> I ended up looking onto Amazon and my brews are basically in a little pantry in this commercial kitchen. And I saw online that there was basically like a plastic sheet curtain that would block out all of the cold. And so I ordered it, it was like 90 bucks. And I was able to essentially seal the door and I put in a space heater. Now, if you're an inspector listening to this, this is totally illegal, but I put in a space heater and I set it to 76 degrees. So it's a really small pantry. I basically shut off all of the airflow into there and I put a space heater in there. And so now I have an ambient temperature of about 76 degrees and it worked. So within a week, everything was growing perfectly and I was super stoked. And so once it was starting to grow, I was able to bottle it and actually keg it. Now I will say I have never kegged kombucha. And so my husband has been a huge help with this. We were YouTubing everything. And so we learned how to carbonate. We learned how to keg it and everything. And long story short, we kegged the kombucha. Everything was ready to go. Now what was left is putting it into bottles. I had already purchased bottles from a local place, which is only about an hour away from me. And I bottled everything and it took me way longer than it should have, but I was super stoked about it that I had my first official batch ready to sell. I actually utilized Square to go online and basically I set up my online site and I went live. I don't think I was officially ready yet, but I went ahead and I was like, let's just do this. I have fantastic supports, especially my family and friends in the direct area, and everybody just started buying stuff, and I'm just so excited because I was actually able to sell them a product, and I didn't have as much, so like I had mentioned before, I have three seven-gallon fermenters. Every brewer is different, by the way, and so the way in which you brew and do different things and the equipment that you have, all of it differs in price. And so I have a very specific way of doing things at this point. And I know it'll probably evolve over time. But when I am transitioning all of the ferments into bottles, for example, or into a keg, I reserve some of it because at the bottom, it just gets really yeasty. And the yeast is something that doesn't taste good and it actually is higher in alcohol content. And so even though I had... 21 gallons to start with when I dump it into the kegs I actually am reserving about 10% at the bottom that I actually toss out so by the time I'm done bottling kegging and everything like that I'm probably around 19 maybe almost 20 gallons at this point 
and I cold crashed it into buckets and things like that. So if you're a brewer and you have a different way, I'd love to know how you brew. I think it's interesting. I I follow a lot of Facebook groups and just kind of see how different people do things. But it worked really well for me. So I had about 19 gallons and that all sold out within about a week and a half. So I was really, really encouraged by that. And all of my friends had really positive feedback about being able to sell that and trying it out. I have three different flavors that I am selling. One of them is grapefruit rosemary, which is really tart. It's very refreshing. And we call it witty, by the way. (laughs) I've come up with different one word names for each of my brews. The next one is bougie, which I love the word bougie. It basically means luxurious in lifestyle, but also very humble. If you look it up, it actually is a thing. It says humble too. That is actually lavender lemonade, which I love. And then my third one that I'm doing is called dreamer. And that is using butterfly PT, which starts off electric blue. It's a blue flower. And then when you add in sugar and you ferment it, it turns an electric purple. And I added a little bit of ginger to that. So I'm just focusing on three flavors and I'm trying to evolve from there, but I just really want to become a master of those three flavors and just kind of see what my market really enjoys. And as of right now, People are really enjoying the Dreamer as well as the Bougie. The Witty is not selling as much as I thought it would, um, but I think that's a really good indicator for me as an entrepreneur to kind of shift and kind of go where the customers want me to go. I ended up going live on Square. I sold out, and right now I'm just trying to meet the demand of everybody who, who wants the kombucha. And it's just really cool because my circle is getting a lot bigger Um, right. Like I said, I started with family and friends and they're sharing the word. They're extremely supportive, but I also want people who are just going to want to drink it because they really enjoy it and they want to continue drinking this and not just because it's me. Right. And I've had a couple other people that have tried it and they are just like hooked on it. So I'm really, really happy about how everything's turning out and I'm getting some more orders of people that I don't know and people who just enjoy kombucha. Now, I did mention a little bit earlier in the episode that I actually added something else onto my product list, and I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit. So I have kombucha, which is a fermented tea, and I sell those. They're in beer bottles right now, and that's actually where I saved the most money because buying beer bottles in bulk, I bought them clear, and you can see the kombucha through it, and it worked really, really well. But I did the kombucha, and then I'm also selling something called shrubs. And when I first hear shrubs, I'm thinking, okay, is this a tree? Is this a bush outside? Which my husband was a landscape architect for the last, what, six years. He's still doing it on the side. And he's like, it's not a bush. It's a shrub. I'm not talking about anything that grows outside, but a shrub is actually a drinking vinegar. And I wanted to kind of break that down a little bit. In Arabic, it means to drink. And it's composed of a couple of different elements, three specifically. You got apple cider vinegar, sugar, and fruit. And back in the day, and I'm not just talking like the 60s, I'm talking like way, way back, um, they used vinegar as a preservative. And so being able to preserve something, because they didn't have refrigerators at the time, they used vinegar and fruit and sugar to combine together. And they used it as a mask of, uh, okay, what am I trying to say? Basically, if they wanted to have medicine, it was easier to drink 
using those flavors because apple cider vinegar in itself is already extremely acidic. And if anybody's ever taken a shot at apple cider vinegar, it's extremely acidic. And so um, mixing it with fruit and a little touch of sugar, it really brings down that acidity and it makes it a lot more palatable. What's really cool about shrubs is that Although it was used as like a medicine cover-up, it also makes a really great mixer in today's world. And so what I mean by mixer is that if you're a cocktail person, if you don't do alcohol, it also goes into mocktails as well, or even sparkling water. What happens is, is that I use apple cider vinegar and I add in fruit, let's say strawberries, for example, and I also use sugar, I let that macerate and just break down for about a week. And what's left is almost like a syrup like a simple syrup. So if you're in like the cocktail world, simple syrup kind of probably makes sense to you. I use that simple syrup, that shrub, and I put that into different drinks of mine. And it's very lightly fermented. Apple cider vinegar is already fermented as is, but I also let the fruit and the sugar ferment for a day or two. And then I let that sit for about a week. And so what comes out is a really delicious apple cider vinegar that's fruit flavored that's like the the basis of this drink okay I added this to my line of products you might be thinking wait a second you're living full kombucha why are you doing shrubs it's all fermented items and I think fermented in itself already meets the body where it needs to and so I'm just really excited to add this to my line of products because it is a beverage that can help you. And I think it's such a fun and unique and inclusive drink that can really go into anything. If you were to order this, by the way, this shrub is something that you wouldn't drink as is. It's a mixer, okay? So you only need just a little bit to put into your drink and it totally transforms it. If you're a cocktail drinker, for example, something that I love to do is you just put like half an ounce to an ounce into your drink and then you put sparkling water your favorite spirit mix it all together and it makes a fantastic easy refreshing cocktail it's really fun and versatile to use and something that I feel like aligns really well with just even my mission of just being so inclusive you know I'm working towards an inclusive supportive workplace and something like kombucha already just goes so well in anything and it drinks great as is but something like a shrub also goes into so many different beverages and totally transforms it i offer them an eight ounce bottles and one eight ounce bottle actually makes about eight to 16 drinks depending if you're making a cocktail or a mocktail so if you haven't tried a shrub before i would highly recommend you looking it up online there are a ton of recipes out there of how to use shrubs and like I said, the base of this is apple cider vinegar and apple cider vinegar already touts so many health benefits and I encourage you to do your research. I always say that, you know, I'm not a healthcare professional, but if you look up apple cider vinegar benefits, you're going to find so many different research things and different ways of how apple cider vinegar can meet your body in such great ways. And so having apple cider vinegar in your shrub and having it in your drink is just another way that you can get this into your body and it's going to meet you where you need it best. Livingfullkombucha.com has now got an official makeover. So if you were to go there today, it's really transformed. I feel like I've learned a lot more about code. All the pictures on there are mine. I'm super 
I'm really, really proud. I'm like a proud mom about this website. If you are local to the area, and again, I'm in Southern Wisconsin, but I am selling a little bit into Illinois in the McHenry County specifically, um, Waukesha, as well as Kenosha County. So if you happen to be in this area and you're listening to this podcast and you want to check it out and make an order, I will deliver to you. Otherwise, I am still trying to work on the shipping. I have really come a long way. I'm super, super proud of myself, to be honest, because in last time's episode, I wasn't selling at all. And now I'm able to sell a product and I'm learning so much about learning how to sell and demand and everything like that. And I'm really excited to see where I go from here. I set some pretty aggressive goals for myself and I oftentimes talk in like we or our tense because this this mission in itself for Living Full Kombucha is so much bigger than just me, but I know that I have to get good at all of these processes to continue to build. But my goal is by 2023 to hire some employees, specifically adults with disabilities, and provide a warehouse of some kind that I'm not actually sharing a commercial kitchen anymore that they can come and work out of. And then by 2026, my eventual goal is to open a kombucha tap room in my local community. I'm thinking specifically Kenosha, but again, I'm just listening to where people are. And if the business is maybe closer to me or wherever, I'm listening. But I'd like to open a kombucha tap room that will employ adults with disabilities and will also provide inclusive drinks for so many people in the community. And I'm so excited about where this journey will take me. It seemed like, honestly, back in June, where I had just established my LLC, I really thought that it was going to be such a long journey. But here we are now actually selling the kombucha and the shrubs, now that you know about the shrubs. And I'm just so optimistic about where the future is going to take us. And I couldn't be more proud of where we're going. And I really appreciate everybody who's partnered alongside us. And I will keep you posted about where we go from here. Gosh, I was just having kind of a moment. I usually share a teaching story at this point, and I'm literally drawing a blank. I don't know if that's a meet or not, (laughs) but I might share that on next time's episode, and hopefully it will be a lot sooner than before. Thank you so much for all the support, you guys. And um, again, if you want to reach out to me, have any comments, you have any feedback, have any questions, livingfullkombucha at gmail.com and feel free to check out our website livingfullkombucha.com in the meantime be well live full and cheers <laughs>